Player 2, this is Player 1, plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2, plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. Always is Tim. Welcome, minions. Welcome, minions. All right, so it's been a week, and along with the week, there's been like hours in between since this episode and the last episode. And yeah, so Tim, what's been up to? Um, I haven't actually done anything momentous or exciting. Um, but we've started a new month of October. Oh yeah! Always. I love it's a scary hot month. It's this just is my fun. favorite time of year. Like I love fall. I love the changing of the season. Wonderful time. Totally is. Um, if Fourth of July would somehow be in October, that would be absolutely my favorite time. Um, I like the yeah the crisp air, the leaves changing colors, pumpkin pie. Um, scared. Pumpkin spice lattes. Eh, sure. Um, I like uh, Halloween. Really like Halloween. Pumpkin whiskey. I haven't had that. That sounds kind of dangerous. But I just get pumped for Halloween. I love the scary, just macabre stuff, the grisly tales and um, spooky stuff. I always watch a bunch of Halloween kind of movies, horror movies. Um, nice. I like to read some uh, Halloween stories, books. I haven't done your kids before they go to sleep. Yes. <laughs> I haven't got uh, haven't got a book or a movie lined up yet, but I've been um, lining up some games. I'm going to play through until oh, nice. until dawn. I Ooh. bought a copy of that, um, but I'm. Ooh, you should definitely like stream that and put it up on our YouTube channel because I want to watch it, but I don't know if I can play it. Actually, I've heard it's actually really fun to play in a party setting where people kind of yell out the choices and you, like, one person controls it or you pass the controller around. Nice. I've heard it's fun to play that way for multiple people. Um, okay. It's a good, not multiplayer, but a good group game. Um, but I don't know how I can make that happen. Um, so I want to figure it we'll out. Play that. I also got Costume Quest Two on the PS. It sounds. Re- Did we play that at PAX? Uh, yeah. Okay. But I, I thought so. Um, but I have it on my hard drive on the PS4. Or I actually I need to re-download it because I re- reinstalled a hard drive. But I own Costume Quest Two, which is all about trick or treating. So that's cool. Wanna, nice. I want. To- Did you just say that you actually did get a new hard drive for your PS uh, PS4? I didn't talk about that last week. No, not that I remember. Okay. I remember you mentioned you were going to get one. I did. Like, a few weeks ago. Because, speaking of Until Dawn, I've had some weird issues, which makes me wonder if I have some bad sectors in my original hard drive. I was getting mm. corrupt data on Rocket League was one of the games that affected. You did talk about that. Um, and it was happening on brand new games. Like the, it, I was getting corrupt save data, like, way more frequently than I should. Huh. Which made me suspicious of my hard drive. And I was also running out of room on my hard drive. I had, like... What? Well, they only come with 500 gigs. Oh, that's and, true. That's and true. every game installs, and it's anywhere from 17 to 30 gigs per game. 
Yeah. And that doesn't even include that, that doesn't even include like games you download directly from the from PSN. So I was juggling games, deleting games I thought I wasn't going to play, but I was to the point where like, well, I want to get back to that one. I don't really want to delete Dragon Edge because that's so long to install. Or do I do, uh, do I delete Dragon Edge and just stick with Witcher Three? Making me do choices I didn't want really to make. So I did get a hard drive. It was like a Telltale game that nobody wanted to play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I need to do that too. It would be a good Halloween game, actually. There's lots of death. There's a lot of death. Come on, Tim. So I got a hybrid drive. Um, it's also 7200 or 7200 Ooh. RPM instead of 5400. Nice. So it should speed up my performance on my PS4. Um, I did go with a quite a bit. I went with a one terabyte instead of a two terabyte to save some money. Um, okay. But I think doubling my storage space will give me enough breathing room that it. I'll still have to manage my my system, but not as much. And I will benefit. Besides, then it's like a micromanaging system, which makes it feel like you're controlling your own life as a video game. Because you're like, I get to micromanage my console, micromanage my life, and everything is cute. I did kind of like that part of uh, Resident Evil 4 where you had to manage all the weapons inside of your case. See? Told you. cool. But yeah, I did that. It was really easy, actually. Um, Took me about 45 minutes. Taking out... That's it? It was easier than... um, Remember that process I did for transferring systems? I was going to say, it's better than the 3DS it's system, way huh? better. Yeah, that that's okay. just awful. So Nintendo did not have a hand in helping no. you replace it? No, it's basically just unscrewing, pulling out. Um, you, have to re- you have to put the system, um, what do you call it? Like a restore disk? The, the, the firmware. You have to, on a USB drive, and then reinstall it. Okay. But that was easy. I mean, there's... There's a menu for it. You just boot it in safe mode and reload the USB. It was all okay. pretty easy stuff. Um, as long as you had everything. If you knew what you're doing ahead of time, if you just went in blind without like looking up online what to do, yeah, you'd be a little bit screwed. Perhaps I'll make a tutorial about it. There are other tutorials out there, um, but I did take some pictures and we'll see. Um, but it was not a not a bad process. So anyway, nice. did that. Um, back to Halloween stuff though. I. Uh, Got a free audiobook today, which I thought was pretty cool. What? How'd you get a free audiobook? Um, they're just giving it away. I'm not sure why. I'll we should post a link um in the show notes. Um, yes, we should. It's a audio drama version of a comic book series that I really like. It's called Lock and Key, and Lock mm. is spelled with an E on the end. It's about this family that um I think through an inheritance or something, they get into this old creepy house and they find all these keys. And these keys have really special secret powers, and they discover that their family has a really dark past, and that there's things that are out there trying to use them to get to these keys. And it's it's a pretty dark story, um, not quite horror, but definitely horror elements. Um, gotcha. Really good comic series. I encourage anyone to go check out Lock and Key. They've tried to make it into a miniseries and a movie, and both those projects fell through. But for now, there is an audio drama version of that and why don't we go ahead and roll this two minute clip from that sir it's cold sir is it i'm not dressed for all weather maneuvers we won't be out here long kinsey and Bodie are already looking for you they're worried about you things have a way of disappearing in this house keys children i don't want to scare anyone i should go back wouldn't it be something if we could use this place to make Zach Wells disappear? Yes, sir. No. You said there was some way to deal with him that wouldn't be the same as killing him. What would that be, sir? I'm leaning against it. The well house? 
Sir, I, I, I don't understand. Zach Wells doesn't belong in our world. He's an echo of someone who lived and died a long time ago. Someone infected. Someone evil. He was brought back to life in this well house. And if he returns here, if he's ever dragged, thrown, or forced through this door, he's history. Do you read me, Private? Sir, yes, sir. But it, it'll never happen. Sir, I, I, I'm not tough enough. I, I'm not smart enough. I, I'm sorry, sir. There's nothing I can, I can do. There is, though. You can share your intel with the lock kids. They'll stop him. They just need the truth. If you know what's true and you don't act on it, Rufus, that makes you his accomplice. And believe me, being his accomplice isn't any safer than being his enemy. Take it from someone who knows. Rufus, what are you doing out here? We were looking all over for you. Well, the, sar the sergeant said it would be all right. We were gathering intelligence. He, uh... Oh. Uh, he, he, he's gone now. Jeez, I had to fight the whole battle without you. I, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. We can fight another battle anytime. So, yeah. Um, definitely a supernatural element to the story, but it's free. Check it out. Um, if you don't check out the audiobook, at least check a peek at the comics because those are excellent. They're written by Joe Hill, who is the son of Stephen King. Nice. So what have you been up to? Well, I, you know, I've been hearing that you really like bacon. I, I do like bacon. Oh, you would. what my kids have been singing all day. what is your emergency? I nailed my finger to a birdhouse accidentally. Do you have some bacon? Bacon? Bacon, that's right. I had bacon left over from dinner last night. Rub some bacon on what? it. What? On your hand, just do it. Rub some bacon on it. That's all there is to it? What if I drop my phone? Rub some bacon on it. Or encounter my clone? Rub some bacon on it. I get mononucleosis. Rub some bacon on it. My nude pics get posted. Rub some bacon on it. My home gets foreclosed. Rub some bacon on it. My cat explodes. Rub some bacon on it. I wake up in a trunk. Rub some bacon on it. My friend goes steampunk. Rub some bacon on it. I meet real pirates. Rub some bacon on it. There's an awkward silence. Anyways, <laughs> I thought I'd play that for you, buddy. Yeah, because my kids have been singing it nonstop. Any, yeah, anytime. I saw you posted on Facebook, and I was like, what the hell's rub some bacon on it? So I Googled it, I was like, I gotta play this. You missed the best line. I think I just charted rub some bacon. What? <laughs> it's later in the song. Okay, all right, guys, we're going back. But I think I don't know what's going on right now. What if I feed the troll? I'm attacked by a narwhal. The apocalypse started. I think I might have sharded. <laughs> Where would you rub the bacon in that Oh my goodness. Okay. So I just thought I'd share that Every because time I, I complain about something or or something comes up, my kids are like rub some bacon on it. It's it's driving me insane. So that. So did this video just literally come out or I, something? I don't like, know. 
Because I've never heard this before, so I guess I'm not in touch with all the cool things, all the hip things all the kids are down with now, but uh, uh, I, I'm okay with that, though, in this particular instance. My daughter was, was uh, sure to tell me that the world's oldest woman, 116 years old, is eating bacon every single day of her life, which, whatever. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but apparently rubbing bacon on it is good for you. All right. Deal. I'm rubbing bacon on everything from now on. <laughs> so what have you been up to other than torturing well, with my kids' I, songs? I need to rub some bacon on my fingers. Maybe it'll heal Maybe. them. Maybe. So anyways, my hand's doing a little bit better. Uh, actually, I just had a stitch fall out while we were playing, so I rubbed some bacon Ew. on it. And it hurt like hell because I had to pull it out the rest of the way. Um, so right now I'm in a little bit of pain, but we're good. Um, other than that, I've been powering through Hell on Wheels. It has not been hell in any way, because I just got into season five, which is freaking amazing. Are they are they and still I, doing the railroad thing at this point, or? Uh, yes, but it's like it's not really drawn out. Like, it, it's really well done how they've been doing it. Um, mm. so yes, it you're not like oh my god, it's a railroad thing again, like. They're making progress in the railroad, and things are happening in the railroad that are, like, taking him from the railroad, so not every scene's part of the railroad. But I do have a trailer for season five. Of course you do. You can't quit now. I won't allow it. Railroad's your dream. Going home, Doc. Mr. Bannon, there is a better way to find your family. If you work (laughs) for me, all of my resources will be at your disposal. Never trust a rebel. Next time you want to send a message, you send it to me direct. Hell on Wheels, the new season premieres Saturday, July 18th at 9, only on AMC. So, Tim has started watching Hell on Wheels. He's watched episode yep. one. Uh, act- I'm on, like, episode four or You just ten power through stuff. I can't power through stuff the way you can. I, I, I have no, There's so like, many things on Netflix I want to watch. Like, I, I'm, not ag- I'm not against no. watching it. It's just there's so many other things, too. No, there's not. That's the thing is I hate watching TV shows. So when I find a good one, I just power through it so I can be done watching it. But then I get really depressed because well, now I I have this collecting habit. Do so you really too. want me to do it your way and get I, depressed? No, no, no. I need I need to go to Collectors Anonymous mm-hmm. and I need to stop buying stuff. I may have ordered all the Blu-ray editions of Hell and Wheels. But you already watched it. I know. I got a problem, man. <laughs> It's really good, well, dude. Well, I guess if Netflix pulls it down, I know who I can call for the Blu-ray. Is he exactly? But, but, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yep. So that's what I've been doing this week. Hell on, hell on wheels. <laughs> I did like the first episode. Ta-da! Hell on wheels. <laughs> that's that's all you did. I yeah. If you're on season five, that is all you did. That's all I did, guys. That's all, folks. Well, we've been playing some video games though, too, right? Yes, couple. So, not I, many. I, I think Some. all of our listeners can guess which one game you've been playing, but I will go first and talk about what I've been playing. Um, okay. I've been playing some more Batman. Um, oh, that yeah? game yeah. is. You almost done with that yet? Um, they focus a lot on tank combat, like. That's what I've been hearing. Like an annoying amount. I'm definitely at the annoyed stage. Like I okay. You're at the stage where you're like, all right, I just don't well, want to play this anymore. Well, especially when the only time I'm dying is not when I'm fighting, like, as Batman, 
but when I'm just dying in the tank battles, just because they throw so many damn tanks yeah. at you. And there's things you can do to to win at those tank battles. Like if you don't get hit, you charge up a special attack, which is basically a barrage of missiles, and that wipes everybody out. But if you get hit hit once, you lose that that power up. So you've got to build it up. So, but if you get hit, you lose the the little gauge that builds up. So it really punishes you for getting hit. So you want to dodge. I don't know. It's just it's not. It's fine. I just wish there wasn't so much emphasis on it. And like the Riddler's puzzles use the stupid bat tank with the grapple hook. And it's just yeah. like, I get it, guys. You made a cool bat tank, but make it optional. Don't, I don't know. It's just, I'm at the annoyed stage with that. But right now, I'm trying yep. to uh, get this bomb collar off of Catwoman and some other stuff. And it's cool. Um, all the characters that pop up. Um, and I can't really talk about something that's really cool without spoiling a story element, but let's just say that a big event that happened in the last Batman game has major repercussions in this one, and okay. and uh, I just can't talk about it without spoiling. But there's there's a cool psychological element to this game, so there's that. Um, I'm also playing more of Assault Cactus Android, and I I nice. beat the boss that I was stuck on last week, Justice. Um, so that was cool. I'm- about ready to get this started on that game actually it's fun i think you should it, it's you know it's got short little stages too so yep so I'm um, check it out so I'm, I'm still enjoying that um and then i've been playing you've been playing one of my one of my coolest so games. i like this I game, this game for one reason it's it's easy when i get home from work i kind of want to play a game but i want to play something like batman where i've got a big long mission you want to stab i just want to stab people because they've been annoying me all night and so i've been playing party hard so I love nice. the music. I love the just just running around stabbing fools. I love that you mentioned the music. So I got the trailer oh, cool. for this game. Let's do it. Maybe you should start from the beginning, Inspector. They were a series of murders strung across the U.S. during the autumn break of 2000. This guy was there, stabbing his way through the crowds. And what was the motive, Mr. West? He just wanted some peace and quiet. Stabbing people stab, right stab, now. Stab. I just love this song. I like the song in the first level. Yeah. How many levels are you in? I'm only two in. It took me a long time to okay. beat the first level. I know. I'd right? get up to like get 30 to... out of. I, I'd be like 10 shy or something, and then I'd get caught. There's like a. It's funny how it's the end of the story. Oh! Isn't that right, John? Anyways, like the missions are really weird how they set them up. So, like in Party Hard, like the first one is like pretty difficult. The second one was a little bit easier. Third one, I don't remember if it was well, hard or easy, but it random, seemed to be like so you'll seemed... get like different things throughout the level sometimes, but not all the time. Like take the sec- second level yeah. for example. There'll be a bowl in the lower left-hand corner sometimes. 
And if you, if you make the yeah. bull angry, he'll charge and he will kill like eight people at the bottom of the screen. But he's not always yep. there. So yeah, um, it's kind of like on one of the one of the closer to the end missions. Mm-hmm. There's a car, but like. On the, like, the last time I tried to play it, the car wasn't there. Like, it was there for, like, ten times. And then all of a sudden, like, on the eleventh time, the car just wasn't there yeah, anymore. It, it, it randomizes stuff. Um, and, by the way, the second to the last mission is a pain in the ass. I have spent, like, two hours just on that, and for some reason, I can't beat it. Yeah, I can see why. I mean, it took a, not that long, but I was a long time just on the first level. But it's fun. Yeah. It's cool to come home and stab people. And it, I like yeah. you can just play for... I find myself playing longer than I think I will, which is funny. I know. I'm like, I'm just going to sit down and play like one, and then I'm like four Pretty missions much. later. All right. Okay. All right. Kinda, cool, kinda guys. I'm going to stab people. Then my wife's like, hey, you should come to bed. I'm like, you should watch out. I've been practicing how to stab people. Not saying I'm going to. I'm just saying I could. I know how to do this. I've been partying really hard lately. So what you been playing? Well, I have been playing uh, H1Z1. Oh. Uh, on Friday night game night, we got to uh, jump in, and me and Caden played a round of uh, Battle Royale. They've made it now where you can partner up in either a group of two or a group of five and jump straight in, and uh, it'll spawn you guys in together. So we played a round of that, uh, and he got us blown up, so thanks a lot, Caden, you jackass. <laughs> and then um, I've been playing some NBA 2K16. No. No, I don't know why I would ever be playing that. That game is terrible. Mm. Except for if terrible means awesome, then that game is that. So I've been playing that. Um, 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 I'm trying to think. Uh, this game called Fallout Shelter. Don't know if you've heard of it or not. There should there should be Getting a winning. Pretty bored of that well, one. I now. mean, you can only build up your Fallout Shelter to be so ridiculously awesome, and then it's like, now what? There should be a winning yeah, point for they, that game. I, I feel like that's the game. There should be. There should be like an end point. There really, really should be. Because now I'm just to the point where I'm like, okay, um, hmm, I guess I'll just train everybody to where all their stats are 100% maxed out. I think you can. I think you good. can say that you've won that game and just move on. You should get some. You should get something yeah. else on your phone now. I tried putting Hearthstone, mm-hmm. but holy crap, the freaking updates and everything for that damn game are so freaking large. I was like, ah, 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 out. Yeah. And I heard that the strategies for those cards change a lot. But that's what keeps it interesting is they keep changing. Yeah. And, I mean, it's cool that it keeps changing and stuff. But on the other hand, I'm just like, all right, I'm not going to, like, put you a just, you just kinda almost, want, like, one you game. You want, like, a game, though, you can just uh, kind of tap at and not have to think too hard about, right? Exactly. Hmm. So, yes. If anybody has any suggestions of what I should be replacing Fallout Shelter with, Please let me know. I am greatly awaiting awaiting it, and until then, I shall just build the most powerful vault dwellers in the world. You just gotta call it good at some point. Like, I have one guy that's almost there. I've been spending a lot of time. I just want to get him to 100, percent and then send him out to the wastelands and see how long he lasts. And then after that, I think I'll fill a complete. Okay. Cool. I think. I think. I'm not sure. Might be wrong. See. Anyways, that's what I've been oh. up to, but. I think, I think that brings us almost closer to Tasty Treat almost. time. Almost. We asked you guys a question last week, and our question last week was, what was your proudest gaming moment? And Blake said, getting every achievement in an Xbox game. It was some lame racing Doritos, um, racing game that Doritos had for free on Xbox Live. 
but I was still proud of my first and only completion. Before I go to the next one, have you, Zach, ever gotten all of the achievements on a game or the platinums on the... The Walking Dead. Cool. All of them? Nice. Yep. I think I think everybody had to get them, though, on the very first one. I'm just... Oh, if you, uh, if you I think complete the game, you get them all? I think like, if you played it twice, like, oh, you got everything. It twice. I'm pretty okay, cool. I think. I'm not positive. I mean, it might have been if you just played it once, but I'm thinking it was twice. But yes, anyways, what about you, Tim? Um, technically, yes. Which game? Um, the left. Dude, like, I'm not going to say. say it's so cheap. There's this one game, if you um, if you just stand in the corner and shoot enemies and keep, they keep coming at you, if you string enough chains, um, I think it's uh, called The Last Airbender, Avatar The Last Airbender. You get a thousand achievement points mm-hmm. in literally two minutes. Yeah. Really? Boy, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, so back in... How many how many achievement points did you get for like just standing and not moving in Far, Far Cry 4? I don't remember, but that was pretty fun. Yeah. But I've I haven't really done that to any like I would I don't typically play one game that obsessively. The only game I've come close doesn't have achievements. Eternal Darkness doesn't have achievements. Gotcha. I'm gonna actually check on The Walking Dead as we're speaking. Cool. And while you do that, I will read Blind Shot Diver's answer. His All proudest right. gaming moment was getting to play with friends. I know it's not really an answer to the question, but this is my proudest gaming moment. And that's something to be proud of. I mean, getting getting time with your yeah. friends is awesome. I think it's uh, that's a, one of the nice things about. Uh, uh, oh shit! I'm at ninety eight percent of achievements I know what on you're the walking dead. Ah crap! I gotta reload this. The only one I've got is reunited. Find an old friend. Oh shit! How the hell do you do that? I'm gonna uh, Google we'll be looking this. Looking up a game fact. Crap! Thanks a lot, Blake. You're a dick. <laughs> That's what you do to a, a collector. Yep. I'm surprised, that, actually, Nick. with your collection thing, that you're not more of an achievement hunter. I know. I don't get it, but it's probably because it takes okay. too long. Um, my wife actually answered this question on Twitter, which I thought was funny. Oh. Um, she said, I'm getting the Violent Femmes to sign my prized copy of Puzzle Fighter. And then she adds a bunch of hashtags. Geek win, proud gaming moment, favorite band, favorite game. What's Violent Femmes? Violent Femmes is a band... I'm assuming it's like a feminist no, no, no. group, but I'm not no, positive. No, feminist just means like effeminate or female, like violent. Uh, oh. It's. I thought it meant like violent no. feminists. I was oh, like, they're all, uh, they're all, they're all dudes, uh, first of all, but it's kind of a play on like they're. It's like a passive aggressive thing, like they're kind of okay. not effeminate, but not like super masculine men, but they're violent. I don't know. I'm okay. not sure why they named themselves okay. that. They um, they're a good band. They were popular in the late '80s, early '90s. Blister in the okay. Sun, you might have heard that one. That's probably the, the only Sounds song you familiar. might remember from them. We were really into them. Um, and they did a concert, um, just a pop-up concert, like on the spur of the moment. And the only way to get into the concert was um, Camel Points, those cigarette points. Oh, you were telling me yeah, the story. Yeah, so we don't smoke, and I don't remember. But you had to take it up just to get to the No, no, I don't even remember how we heard about this concert because this is before Twitter. So, But we heard about it somehow online. I don't, I don't remember exactly how. So we get to the, the venue. Wasn't it like your brother? Yeah, he's, he's a hardcore fan. So he heard, he heard about it somehow and told us. We all show up and we end up buying camel points from this. Um, I don't know. She looked like, I hope she was 18, but she honestly did not look 18. So I don't know if she was legally getting these points. 
But she had a little lunchbox <laughs> full of camel points, and we just paid her like 20-something each and bought all these points. And what sucked is when we went inside with these camel points, we had to fill out a registration form. So I'm betting our health insurance is going to be screwed someday because we cashed in camel points at this damn concert. <laughs> she had her name and address and all this. You'd be like seven years old and you'd be you like, smoke, Kim, you turn to camel points this concert. You turn to camel points. Your health insurance is going to skyrocket So anyway, it was now. a tiny bar, though, and Violet Femmes were right in the front, and they were signing stuff, and um, I I can't remember what my brother-in-law had. My brother-in-law had let him sign like an album like he normally would. Cheryl had her copy of Super Puzzle Fighter Turbo in her purse for PlayStation 2, maybe even PlayStation 1. Oh, my God. And she had the group Violet Femmes sign it. They're like, guys, did we put like a soundtrack on this game? They actually did say that. Did uh, we, they're like, did we play this? But they signed it. So we have in our house. Nice. They're like, I don't know. Can we legally do this? Or whatever. Fuck it. He, they paid in camel points. So, it's fine. Uh, yeah. Remember Puzzle Fighter because this will actually come back into play with a question that um, Blake has later. But we have a copy of Puzzle Fighter signed by the Violet Founts. And that was Cheryl's most proudest gaming moment. That's pretty that insane. That is very insane. Good yep. job, Cheryl. I'm proud of you for carrying a PS1 or PS2 era I game around in your I don't remember purse. why it was even in her purse. That's the weird part of the story. That's just strange. Did she have like a console at work and she's like sat at work and just played it? Sure. I don't think so. I really okay. don't think so. I don't know why it was in her purse. Okay. Cheryl, if you remember why it was in your purse, at plug underscore and underscore play underscore. Hit us up. Let us know. That or you have my phone number. Just call me, tell me. So, all right, Tim. And speaking of proudest moments, why should they like us and rate us on iTunes and Stitcher? I really got nothing today. Um. Okay, that's the reason why you should <laughs> like us and rate us on iTunes. No, no, no. And Stitcher, I'll make something so up Tim on the fly. Can have something. I'll, I'll come week. up with something. You're walking down the road, and you have nothing to say about why you should like us and rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. Yes, and you get stabbed by a serial killer and you die. And you hear, like, techno music as you slowly fade away in unconsciousness and death. So, if you want to be a victim, party hard style, go ahead and don't like us and rate us on iTunes. But if you want to sign your life away to um, health insurance and get camel points into an awesome concert, um, that makes no sense. If you don't want to die by a serial killer in the middle of the night um, stabbing you party hard style, you should like us and rate us on iTunes. How's that for a veiled threat? I, I would write us in like it's not too. Oh, what's that? Sounds good to me. Stab, stab, stab. All right, guys, we'll be right back after this music. Told you break. I nothing. <laughs>
tasty treats in hand. So, Tim, why don't you kick us off and let us know what you are having. Today, I will be trying for the first time um, the Foray IPA from Deschutes Brewery. Foray is all about the journey. Belgian yeast delivers hints of apple and pear, which blend with the citrus hop aroma for clean, even finish. So no matter where you're heading, this is a trip worth taking. Um, let me see if it has the IBUs. No, not listed. Uh, anyway, here's an IPA. I'm cracking it open. It's pretty light in color. A little bit of head on top. Maybe head on top. Yes, yeah, it's definitely like straw colored as opposed to as opposed to brown. Really? Mm-hmm. That's strange. Yeah, happens. IPAs come in all colors. All right, yeah, now that yeah. it's frothed up a bit, so I have to let it settle. Good things come in all different That's colors. True. I do kind of taste apple. That's interesting. I mean, not really? exactly, but I see what they mean. That's pretty, okay. pretty good. Okay. So what do you got ah. today? I have a have song. A song. Mr. Worldwide to infinity. The hell? You know the roof on fire. We go boogie, hoogie, hoogie, jiggle, wiggle, and dance <laughs> like the roof on fire. We go drink drinks and take shots until we fall out like the roof on fire. Now, baby, get my booty naked, take off all your clothes and light the roof on fire. Tell her, tell her, baby, 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 yeah. You're not drinking beer, you're going straight to Fireball, huh? Straight to Fireball because, well, I'm all out of Modelo, <laughs> so. <laughs> I, on the contrary, though, as Tim knows, I searched for a beer that just came out yesterday for like two well, fucking hours. Well, you had to pick hours. something that's on a different coast. Well, it's not it my is your fault, fault that we have these live, stupid laws. We live, you live in like beer nirvana. You can't pick... Yeah, well, apparently we don't have the Nirvana that I wanted, so... You never told me why you wanted this particular beer, or where you heard of it, or... I heard of it through the Walking ah, Dead groups okay. that I'm a part of. And it is the Walking Dead Blood Orange IPA gotcha. from Terrapin. And apparently Terrapin will not sell to Oregon or Washington, We're probably... so... I am trying. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if they'll just send it to me. We'll cool. See. Well, enjoy your fireball for today. How how are you drinking it? On the rocks? Yes. Neat? Shooting it? Uh, just uh, well, kind of. I just filled up a like a beer glass, and we're just gonna drink uh, it that way. A beer glass. Well, like you know, like mm-hmm. a pint glass, wow. about three quarters. All right, Zach's, Zach's gonna have good. a good time. Exactly. So, before we go and we get sloshed, this my, well, this kind of matches in with mine. Um. Yeah, let's let's, let's kick this? it. All right, let's, I think let's yours is, is best to go first since you just talked about a hard alcohol. All right, so I came up with mix sticks, the magic stick to mix I've perfect cocktails. Stick. Which, so do I, but I, I don't mind mixing <laughs> cocktails. You're not going to stir your fireball <laughs> with it. So I'm not not going to stir my fireball with it. Um, I'd prefer <laughs> if nobody else used their magic stick to stir my fireball. So. Um, so this mix stick is a small, affordable, connected device that helps you make awesome cocktails in seconds. 
You can whip up a cocktail almost as easily as you can grab a bottle of a beer or a glass of wine. Good stuff in life shouldn't always be hard to make, right? So this is like a little stick with a computer in it that has a bunch of different LED colors that light up in different increments um, that connects to your phone or your, uh, your uh, smartwatch and will tell you how much of what type of liquor you need to put in there. So it'll say like... Uh, <laughs> It'll say more, more, more. Yep, exactly. So more of the green, and it'll be lit up green, like, let's say, like, four, like, like a, I don't know, like a fifth of the way up the stick. It'll be, like, green. And it'll say green, fill to, and it'll be, like, uh, some type of mixer. And then it'll be yellow, and it'll be, like, another, like, I don't know, two-thirds. And it'll say put, like, uh, Jack Daniels or something like that in there. I don't fucking know. I'm not a cocktail person. That's the reason why I need the mix stick. But... Before I get any further, and I totally screw this up, I will let the creators talk to you about the mix stick. Cocktails are magic. There are so many possible combinations of ingredients, tastes, and colors. Everybody loves them. They can transform any moment into something special. So why don't we make them more often? Because they're hard and time-consuming to prepare. You need to find a recipe, ingredients, quantities. You get tired just thinking about all the work necessary to make a simple drink. And it gets even worse when you know how to mix a few recipes. You usually can't enjoy the evening because you are too busy mixing for everyone else. Can't we find a way to make cocktail preparation easier for everyone? Well, that's our goal with Mixtick. It's an affordable connected device that can turn anyone into a mixologist. Connect it to your smartphone via Bluetooth and place it into a glass or a shaker. Pick a recipe and just follow the colors. Each ingredient is assigned a unique color. Pour the ingredients until you've reached the top of that color on the stick like and repeat for each making. step. It's a ruler for ingredients. Exactly. Green. I could be, I could be a it's pro. It's like Guitar Hero, but for beer or for cocktails. Yeah. We wanted to make a product that is fun, completely new and easy to use. Despite its apparent simplicity, there was a lot of design attention and refinement behind this device. Mixtick's origins dates back a couple years. Charlotte and I were already long-time cocktail enthusiasts, and we both found that cocktails were too complicated to prepare. Since then, we worked on various solutions and made dozens of prototypes until we finally figured out a simple and elegant idea, Mixtick. We then quickly iterated on that concept and tested it in real-life conditions at many events where visitors made hundreds of drinks yep. with our prototypes. We received Deep. numerous feedbacks Hundred. from users to improve the concept. We've put a lot of work into that simple idea. It's a fun idea, but making something fun and simple requires hard and rigorous work. With Mixtick, we've invented the most affordable, simple and fun tool to prepare cocktails at home. We want everyone to be able to make perfect drinks, but we can't do it without your help. Please share this video and back us now on Kickstarter and be one of the first to have Mixtick in your own kitchen. Thank you for watching. Uh, for some reason, guys, my fireball looks like gold slug, and I have like little like flaky things it. in there. Came out from my uh, okay. Mixtick. Right. Okay, yeah, it came from the Mixtick apparently. So this has. 1,145 backers, 
needs $39,000 to be fully funded, and it is currently at $62,492, so it is almost double funded, and has 29 days to go. How much does it cost to get into a mixed stick? If you want to get into a mixed stick, that's all gone, That's, that's all gone. Uh, one mixed stick, plus save $20 off expected retail price, $39. If you were really smart and got on this shit quick, $25. Um, but all the brackets up until $39 currently are taken. Uh, $45 gets you... Oh, that's gone. Oh, that's gone too. Uh, $55 gets... <laughs> They're all gone. All right, guys. Mixtick is not available no more. All right. So the for $55, like you caveman. get one mix. Yeah, exactly. You have to get a shaker and everything again. Uh, so for $55, speaking of a shaker, you get a one mixed stick and a one shaker. For a oh, fit, that's gone. That's gone. Okay. $75, right. you get two mixed sticks. $179, oh, that's gone. $189, there's eight of these left, people. The special Kickstarter Big Party Pack, new early bird, five mixed sticks, new early bird, plus one shaker. So you can shake and then test with five mixed sticks, I I, I guess. Um, If you're really adventurous, there's four of these left, guys. Ten mixed sticks for $300. And yes, you heard me, four left of ten. So that means six people have dropped $300 for ten mixed sticks. Wow. They're drinking heavily. I'm thinking they're planning on breaking a couple. Well, all right, guys. Tim, Tim, what do you got for me? Gun hunting. Okay, actually, let's back up a second. So I brought you some pretty amazing Kickstarters over the months. I, I, you know, not to brag, but some some good games, some good technology, um, some good comics, some amazing. I'm thinking this might be your best one so far. No, I'm actually going to say it's not. But that doesn't mean you can't enjoy this Kickstarter. So what I, I need you to do, if you're listening at home, um, as long as you're, as long as you're not driving and as long as you're over 21, I need you to take a big swig of your deep, your favorite um, adult beverage so you can enjoy this Kickstarter a little bit more. So go ahead and drink, Zach. All right. Okay. So, Zach, you go hunting, right? So you spend a, yes. lar- a lot of time in the woods, right? And if you spend yes. a lot of time in any area, it just as a matter of biology, you need to, you know, use the restroom, right? So Yes. Have you ever wanted to tie yourself to a tree when you're going to number two? I've never thought well, about if it. If you do, this Kickstarter is for you. Go ahead and roll the, the audio. I'm already laughing and I haven't even started yet. <laughs> Good morning, Kickstarters. My name is Craig Anderson and I'm filming this morning from the beautiful Teton National Forest. We all know how liberating it can be to spend time in the outdoors, in all of its variety. There's something both soothing and inspiring about being in touch with nature. However, in all of its glory, being in the outdoors does come with a certain lack of amenities, particularly in the bathroom department. For those of us who don't have a big fancy RV, or for those who prefer to go deep into the backcountry to escape it all, there needs to be a better solution than squatting by a tree, dealing with shaky legs. Wait, what? That solution is called the poop sling. (laughs) 
It's an incredibly simple <laughs> device that makes doing our business in the outdoors far more comfortable. Now the poop sling is a simple design. All it is is my carrying case, a carabiner, and a two inch webbing strap. And to use the poop sling, all I need to do is wrap the strap around a stable structure like this tree right here, a rock, a fence post, even a car. Wrap the poop sling around the structure, wrap the poop sling around myself, <laughs> lean back, and do my Lean business. back into my poop sling. Let me show how it works. Use your imaginations, listeners. He's leaning back. I'm not using my imagination. I'm actually sure doing this. That I keep my webbing up high around the shoulders for sanitary purposes. Sanitary Don't poop purposes. On your poop sling. But you know what? Yeah. I could do this for a while. I could do this for a while. I, now, as you can see, the poop sling comes with some rather nice amenities. First of all, I have yeah. this Velcro toilet like a paper privacy holder towel. that provides slack so that I could easily access toilet paper as I need it. Another nice feature is that the bag can be used to hold my extra necessities such as a flashlight, keys, or in this case, bear spray. Because I really don't want to be caught with my pants down when I'm doing my business in the outdoors. When it comes you really to want to put bear spray the same place you keep your toilet paper? Possible. That's why we've no, designed the poop sling so. to be multifunctional. <laughs> it's a useful amenity that does more. It can also be used to hoist your pack from a tree as an extra strap or tie down, and by adding a second carabiner, it can be used as a bench. And weighing in at just 10 ounces, the poop sling is ready to go to with you anywhere. Come on, Zach, bench. sit down on my poop sling. Now this prototype yeah. has been tested by adults, children, even expectant mothers in their final trimester. Oh, and God. we believe that we have a prototype that is field tested and ready to go. Manufacturing is simple, and we can Use have the this product for birthing purposes. With your support, our focus will be on brand development, marketing, and making our first bulk order. <laughs> How do you market the poop? Thing? We appreciate any support you can offer. All backers will receive special recognition on all of our social media and internet outlets. <laughs> and backers who donate $25 or more will receive their own special edition backer poop sling. Backers can look forward to receiving their own poop slings within about 90 days. So please join me on this amazing adventure. The poop sling is simple, is funny, and it makes a lot of sense. Thank you for your support. Oh, this Kickstarter gives me so many questions. Hey, Tim. If you hurry up, I might get my poop sling just in time for hunting season. Well, that's what I don't get. Like, who straps themselves to their truck or a tree to go poop? Like, this is obviously something that's... I don't, I don't get it. I don't know, but if I'm hunting, I don't have the time to wrap a thing around a tree and then like lean back like I'm giving birth out of my ass and then take a squat and make sure I don't get it on my poop sling as a deer walks behind me going, hey, ain't no way he can shoot me now. He's wrapped up in his poop sling. <laughs> poop sling for the win. You're stuck in your poop sling. Yeah. yeah. The other thing is I'm that this, this device is literally just like a tie down with a carabiner. Like, 
I can make this yeah. in two no, minutes like, of Ducks hardware. I well, I can make this just out of a freaking like a uh, like a uh, what the hell are those things called? Uh, like those truck tie downs. Oh or... shit. Yeah, like a truck tie down or like a bungee cord or something. Yeah, like a bungee cord. Well, I do have a bungee that cord. That might flex a little Easily. bit too much. You'd be like, ba- well, there's, you're pooping there's and bouncing really everywhere. Stiff one. Hey, hey, I like to have some rhythm. Wise, All right. Okay? Well, this look. Pacific. So how much can I get a poop? That's what I'm getting to. This, this Pacific Northwest inventor my, is asking uh, for twelve twelve thousand five hundred dollars. He currently has forty two backers. For $1,653. So he is just over 10% of his goal with seven days to go. Um, for um, $15, I think in the video he said 25 so I wonder if he dropped this. Um, for $15, the first 100 people who donate um, $15 will receive their own special edition backer poops. <laughs> the so legendary like, poops. What is a special edition? Like, this. It's just a strap, so does he, like, monogram it, or... I don't know. What makes it special is what I want to know. Um, and it goes up from there. Um, once those 100 are sold out, which won't happen because there's 70 left, um, it goes up to $25, and then you can get two for 45 et cetera, et cetera. Jim, no, 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 no. This is what we should do. For $1 or more, okay. all contributions are appreciated... Contributions under $25 will receive recognition on all our social media outlets. <laughs> so <laughs> we can get a shout out for Plug and Play Productions from the Poop Sling for $1. We could, this, this, we could do this. That might be the best $1 I've ever spent. I'm thinking we might so, need to do this. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a solution to a problem you didn't even know you had. How to poop in the woods. Yep. If you need... We need the poop in the woods. This little girl looks like she's been having fun using the poop sling. Yeah, thank God. She's giving it a thumbs up. Girls, boys, all of the models have their clothes on, but um, that looks awkward to me. Like the pose he's in. To Uh, it does. I'm like, dude, I don't. That's not how um, I want to poop. No, what? He looks a little too comfortable. Like I'm going to be pooping for the next hour. So. Yeah, he's like, all right, guys, I have just ate some bad quesadillas, and this is going to take a while. Taco Bell for the win. So, yeah. That's my kick it. The poop oh, slug. gosh. All right. Well, thank you for making my uh, the stick and wheel thing that I presented a few months ago look oh, yeah. even that's better. Awesome. Legit. Yep. Awesome. So, guys, that's this week's kick it segment. We also have some gaming news and industry events. Um, well, what it's do a you new month, so um, there's new PlayStation Plus games. <laughs> so, <sighs> I, I've been a PlayStation gamer for a while. I, I dipped into Xbox 360 a bit, but <laughs> PlayStation Plus has been a pretty good program. Has been the last three, four months. I'm just not impressed. It's I like indie games. I play tons of indie games, but they're just like all that they're offering are indie games, 2D side scrolling indie games. Um, this month just really, really disappointed me. Um, there are, I mean, there's an okay, there's a couple okay games. Let's start with those. Uh, Broken Age is developed by Tim Schafer and Double Fine Company. It was originally a Kickstarter game. Since we just got out of the kick it segment. Um, it was kickstarted for Steam and Ouya. That's how old it is. Um, it was actually originally an Ouya game. But it's now 
It's on Ooh, PS4 yeah. or Vita, which would be a pretty cool way to play it. Um, it's a uh, point-and-click adventure, basically. And it follows uh, two characters, one in the future and one in kind of like a past fantasy land. And then somehow their their paths intertwine. So I do recommend that if you haven't played it already on your Ouya, <laughs> all two of you. Um, oh, the other yeah. game has gotten a lot of acclaim and praise five years ago. Um, super Meat Boy is a super hard game. Um, you're a blob of meat that gets – you are um, running through these levels that are like full of spinning saw blades and other insanely gory ways to die. But if you die, the game starts you right back up again so there's no like waiting and loading. So it's a really good way, kind of like Party Hard, just to jump in and play some levels. But it is a super hard game. Um, and then it kind of goes downhill from there. There's a game called Kick Beat, which I want to try. It sounds interesting. It's a fighting game that's also a rhythm game. Um, so like everything kind of slows down as you're fighting and you do combos kind of like a guitar hero or whatever, like pushing the buttons in the right order to, to fight and do combos. Um, and then let me see, I need to find my own article, but let me go uh, a little bit away from that for a second. Games with gold this month, you get the walking dead season one. Oh yeah, that that well, that's get, an amazing game right there, guys. Guys, I have ninety eight percent of that completed. I just need one you more. You also get Valiant Hearts, which is like so. a World War One game from Ubisoft. Oh, it I is heard good. that game was awesome too. And you get the definitive edition of uh, Tomb Raider. You get those what? three games from uh, Games of Gold. So let me go back to what you get from Sony. No, don't worry about it. Sony's like, I want to talk about the games. That make I talked about the ones that are okay. Now let's talk about the ones that. Kind of ticked me off. You get a game called Chariot, which is a two-player cooperative um, puzzle game, two 2D side-scrolling indie game that was sponsored by the Canadian government. You get um, a game called Blame Canada. Blame Fireball's Canada. Kidney. You get a game called Unmechanical Extended, which is a 2D side-scrolling pl pl platforming puzzle game. Yes. <laughs> What? No, it's more interesting no, than this shitty-ass list of places. I'm almost all the way through oh, my God, glass exactly of Fireball. What pisses me about um, Unmechanical Extended is it's another 2D side-scrolling platforming puzzle game featuring a robot. And let me just run down a list of what we've gotten on PlayStation Plus that could be described as a 2D indie side-scrolling platformer featuring a robot. Machinarium, SteamWorld Dig, Stealth and... Incorporated Clone in the Dark, Stealth Incorporated 2, A Game of Clones, Doki Doki Universe, Zeo Drifter, Grow Home. I'm tired of 2D... I can't even say it anymore. All right, the last game, and then I'll shut up, is called Kung Fu Rabbit. And this is the one that really pissed me off. Because you can get this game for free on the damn Google Play Store or for $2.99 on Apple iOS. It's a mobile game. It should not be on this list. It's insulting that it's on this list. It's only playable for PS3. You can't even play it on your Vita if you want to. So screw Kung Fu Rabbit. Screw this month's PS Plus games. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. So, what were some of those really cool ones? It was like on uh, Xbox. Shut up! Game? I don't have an Xbox. Tomb Raider, Walking Dude, Dead, no. and Valiant Hearts. They get good games. I get crap games. Screw those guys. So, do you want to awesome. do the next one, or are you too wasted with Fireball? You can do the next one, sir, and I shall do the final right. one. Yes. Um, today, um, ButtonSmashers.com actually um, was one of the first websites to announce that that is us. That's um, us. Jorge, our excellent editor, broke this story. 
Far Cry Primal is announced. Um, it's, it's set. I thought this was a joke. It they, totally like, makes sense what you think it, like, about it. It's set in, in like the Ice Age with prehistoric animals, like mammoths and saber-toothed tigers. But you know, in the Far Cry That's games really we've cool. already played, you'll you know hunt animals and make pouches out of them, and so I mean, That's and then true. bow and arrow has been a big part of uh, Far Cry games. This is just taking it way back. So there'll be no guns, obviously, but um, like the stealth mechanics will till still totally work. Um, obviously, crafting from animal hides will be. All the game mechanics will work. The one except thing for the I wonder about is of... like the whole like kind of raiding an encampment because uh, you know these are like tribal. So that might be a little different. That's true. They're more like uh, they're what the hell are people called back nomads. then? They're like roamers. Yeah, nomads. They're like more nomadic. They so like have they giant kept fortresses. So, so that part might be a bit different. I mean, I'm sure. That... Maybe you'll like raid their family as they're I mean, on the move. The, the picture I'm, I'm seeing shows like, like a that. simple guard tower, which is literally just a story high platform with a ladder on it. But yeah, that part that. I don't right, they even had that back has then. To be different. There's not going to be giant fortresses back in the Ice Age. So it'll be interesting how they handle that. But um, other than that, you know, the crafting and the animal hunting will totally make sense. So that'd be interesting. Okay, what if... What? Just mm-hmm. hold on. What if this actually isn't, like, back in the Ice Age? This is, like, the future Ice Age. So there are guns and there are fortresses, but it's, like... Taken it like some crazy mad scientist has made dinosaurs again. They and don't it's like show dinosaurs, which is too bad. Uh, I see mammoths and. Maybe that'd be expansion. Add, add dinosaurs. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ex- along with the zombie oh, expansion no, for all Call of Duty fans. You've been drinking Fireball. That idea is stupid. Never mind. Plus it's okay, that idea is stupid. Anyways, I have a Destiny uh, breaking news, which is also stupid because Destiny is stupid, but I will mention it anyways. Uh, the Taken King came out uh, last week, I believe it was, or the week before, and players have now discovered a secret mission that yields a very rare reward. Um, in the daily heroic story called Lost to Light, um, you can be rewarded by beating it a you can be rewarded a black spindle, which is an exotic sniper rifle that would remind players of the black hammer gun from Destiny's Dark Below DLC last year. Um, apparently, the black spindle is no obtaining it is no walk in the park. You must defeat fierce enemies, and you have only ten minutes to do so. So, while you're doing your main uh, daily story. Apparently, if you get to a certain point in it, uh, underneath a certain amount of time without dying, uh, Ghost, your little friendly companion, lets you know that there was a fallen transmission, at which point you must kill all enemies in the room in 10 minutes. Um, If you do so, you get the black spindle, which, uh, again, is that rare sniper I'm looking at a picture right now, like... It looks really sweet. It does look really cool. And I watched the 15-minute mm-hmm. video of how to do it, and it like, looks really hard. insane. Yeah, like, I was listening to uh, a few other guys and read some other people say it, and, like, these guys are pros, and it took them, like, half a day to do it. So whoever stumbled across this either was tipped off by somebody from mm-hmm. the development team or just randomly had the most miraculous luck of their life. 
That's cool. They're finding secrets, though. Keep people interested in the game. Yep. And uh, the Destiny developers have said that they this is not the first time they've done something like this, and it won't be the last. So nope. to keep your eyes open. And and just remember, it came from the moon. I think they did, but still. It came from the, the moon. All right. um, so while you're enjoying the rest of your fireball... <laughs> I'm going to read Blake's Blake had a question for us this week. We have a listener question for oh, us. All right, yes. Um, so yes. Blake asks if I could find this. Thank you. He says, hey, guys, here's a question for the next yep. episode. Are your wives are your wives gamers? Right. If so, what are their favorite games? Also, what are your favorite games to play with your wife? Well, I don't think we should talk about this. This is a family podcast. No, no. Hey, yes, should, My wife and I spend lots of time playing right, well, WoW and Call of Duty it. together, even Ingress. Hey, I played WoW okay. and Call of Duty with those so, two. So, d- does your wife a gamer, Zach? Uh, define does a gamer, Does she play video games? Define video games, um, Tim. Moving colors and objects on a video screen interacted with the player. That son of a bitch. Oh, yeah, she likes Candy that's Crush. That's it? I know. Yeah. Okay. She likes cool. Mario Kart. So, do you do... Yeah, she likes Mario Kart. She won't play it by herself, but she'll play... So, does she play uh, Mario Kart with you? Sweet. She does play Mario Kart with me. And she nice. also plays Skate. Yes, Skate, Skate 2, right and Skate 3. So I said, remember, yeah. um, Puzzle Quest? Yeah, yeah, Quest. yeah. I got it wrong. Um, puzzle Fighter, sorry. Yeah, I've played that with my wife, and she kicks my butt in it. She's way better than me at it. She's good at matching kind of games, like um, the Puzzle Fighter or Tetris. Tetris is really her jam. Um, she's not really... Um, a consistent gamer, but she loves games like Tetris. And we don't really play games together. It's just not something she does. So I would not actually say that she is a gamer. I wouldn't say my wife is a gamer either. Well, so. she regu- she regu- your wife regularly games, even games. if you don't like the game she plays. Candy Crush, she does play it regularly, right? Fuck you, I will not acknowledge it that. It makes money. It's a game. It's like the number one grossing game. It's, it's grosses me out. But... Going back to Blake, where he said that him and his wife mm-hmm. uh, played World of Warcraft. That's actually where I met Blake, cool. and his wife was playing World of Warcraft. Were so. you guys, uh, yeah. was it Horde or Alliance? Sweet. Horde! Yes, for the Horde. So, yes. Anyways, it's pretty cool. And I know they have played Call of Duty, and I believe Halo was another game that they got down. I think Blake got down on it more than her, but I think she played it. Um, so, her his wife is definitely mm-hmm. a gamer. Um, maybe not as consistent as he is currently, but she was at some point a definite gamer. Um, but like every week, guys, we leave you with a question. And sure, you a question I talked for a little bit Tim? about um, getting into the Halloween spirit and kind of planning some games to get, to get into that. Uh-huh. I'm wondering if yes. you just in general like horror games or games with kind of a a dark or spooky side to them, or if that's something you don't really enjoy. I, I think people usually have an opinion one way or the other. People usually tend to like horror games or tend to not want to play them at all. So I'll ask you first. Do you like horror games? Um, it's kind of a mm. double-sided question. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, Maybe there's a middle ground. I, 
there is a middle ground, kind of. I do enjoy some. I'm not, like, to the point where I'm like, ooh, horror game, I must love this and play this game. But, like, if it has a really good storyline... So, line, like, names... Um, okay. Like, Bioshock. Like, Bioshock, well, Walking Dead definitely original, has some horror elements. Walking Dead is amazing, yes. Um, what about, like, Silent Hill or Resident horror- Evil? Or no, have you played, really. uh, like, Amnesia? Oh, I'm not. Never even heard of that's it. That's a scary one. Um, so if a game is is if the whole, f- what's that? You know, it's really scary when you're down three in Rocket League and you're like, so I don't know if I can do this. I'm gonna go that ahead and say horrific. that you're not a huge horror fan. Not a huge horror fan. But I, I do like some. Love playing a good scary game in the dark. You've got to turn the lights off. Um, yes. Yeah. No, you don't. You gotta, have, you gotta have the holy water and the and holy one of the Bible best on your lap. That has no, no the best with things, the lights on, and then a spotlight with a generator attached. One just of the best things to come into gaming recently that makes horror games that much better is surround sound. Well, VR, VR. will just make me oh. poop my pants pretty much. But having a sound <laughs> from behind you while you're in a tense situation can be some of the scariest things, and that's one of the coolest developments of video games. Is is Sound coming from all around you. Uh, there's some games that have used that really well. It's also the worst thing that they've done. For so you. let us know if you're into horror games or just kind of Halloween themed games. What's your favorite Halloween themed game? Or if you're just not into horror games at all, let us know that too. Okay. Sounds good, guys. Well, until next time on episode 63 of the Plug and Play podcast. What? Oh, wait, wait, wait. What? Holy shit. You can find us at facebook.com forward slash the plug and play show. You can also check us out at Twitter at plug underscore and underscore play underscore. That again is twitter.com at plug underscore and underscore play underscore facebook.com forward slash plug and play show. The button smashers.com where you can check out the button smashers podcast, which by the way, Q, if you're listening, hasn't fucking gone up yet today. You're a dick. <laughs> And you can check out the Gaming Goddess podcast, which does go up on a weekly basis, because some of us take it seriously. Till next time, guys, on episode 63, don't forget to prime and shine. Ooh, you having fun with that fireball? <laughs> How far down are you? I like it. Oh, you drank I'm the whole gone. thing? Holy shit, you took me seriously <laughs> yeah, on this. Yeah, it's gone. On the poop sling. Yeah.